0: But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax, and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now.
1: Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. Will you please welcome a man who claims that he can suck his own penis? It's Richard (laughs) Herring! Thank you very much. And welcome to part two of two uh, podcasts, I've had a little drink now, we're off, let's go. Um, to Rich Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcaster as all the cool kids are calling it, Rahulastapur. We're doing uh, two in a day, uh, so uh, you, we're going to get uh, Francesca back out in a second. Um, uh, the thing I forgot to, well, hey, I forgot, I'm terrible, I was going to have a running joke all the way through the... Show series where I asked every guest if they've ever tried to suck their own cock. I forgot. Imagine how brilliant Jonathan Ross would have. I mean, he definitely would have, definitely would have, wouldn't he? And I, for- I was so looking forward to his answer, and I forgot to ask. He's gone now, so this, I would be asking Francesca. Uh, <laughs> this could be interesting. I'm not sure of the ethics of that asking a, a young lady that question. I'm not even going to change the um, gender of the genitals. That's the kind of guy I am. But talking of genitals, that was the thing I was meaning to talk about in the first half, so it's good we're doing two. uh, The the big story for me this week, I'm doing a show uh, in Edinburgh this year. It's an old show I did uh, ten years ago called Talking Cock. Uh, This is Talking Cock, the second coming I'm doing, which is...
1: uh, (laughs)
0: I did Christ on a Bike the second coming as well so it just it, all, it just all fell into place I just I just had to goal hang and kick that in uh, but uh, when I did I did a show I mean I did it in 2002 and that was fine it was all in the Fringe programme posters all over the Edinburgh saying talking cock which is fine I would say as well because talking cock just means talking rubbish, right? I mean, it's from talking cock and bull. Cock has many, has 15 definitions I've, I've found out. And only one, one of them is, uh, well, you can name them yourself. Maybe that could be a little quiz for you. Uh, maybe at the end when we did the competition. Well, you know, there's, <laughs> there, I think there's only 15 and then there's different verbs and stuff as well. But, you know, it's, it's, it means, uh, there's only one and a half rude meaning. It means to become erect as well. Like you cock something and it becomes erect. And it means penis. And obviously I'm using it as penis. I can't claim that I'm not but I don't think the, the Edinburgh Fringe brochure which is usually quite a liberal it's an arts festival it's quite a has uh, censored without telling me it's censored they emailed me a few weeks ago and said in my 40 words you have to put in uh, I've just listed words for copyright, so I'd put penis, schlong dick and then they emailed me and said I couldn't say dick in the Fringe programme and did I want to change the word and I thought it was so pathetic I thought I'd let it you know because it's, you know, it's, it's Dick Van Dyke would get a double censorship uh, laughter and uh, Is a name, you know, and then uh, there's things like the yoghurt spitting sausage. That's fine, and there's no need to say to that because yoghurt and spitting and sausage aren't on their list. I had the honourable member for Buckinghamshire, which I'm quite proud of. <laughs> I made that one up myself. That's why my, I'm proud of that. But fucking shirt is not actually a rude word, right? It's like that. If you're going to say that, then scumthorpe's a rude word. I wasn't. I wasn't that surprised they they censored it. They did. I didn't mind. But I let that go. But they didn't tell me they were actually going to censor the title as well, which I thought kind of. I mean, I was actually quite angry about it. There's another guy who's doing a show called Prick, right? And that's it. It's not. You know, it's just called Stuart Goldsmith Prick. Uh, and Prick has a lot of meanings, right? And even when it means penis. It's like your grandma would say that <laughs> words <laughs> yeah. to mean penis. so it's kind of insane that this they're coming down his had to put a an exclamation mark in the middle of his a word which I think's ruder then it looks like a little penis has been put into there <laughs> with one testicle has been put there standing erect so I was kind of quite quite, uh, quite cross that they made me do this but I'm, in the end I've kind of justified it myself basically someone sitting in an office has decided that talking cock is rude I mean, even though they could mean lots of things and even though talking cock doesn't mean lots of different things doesn't mean something different anyway uh, but they made me put an asterisk in it but because they think I intend it to mean penis but I put the asterisk in intending it to be my asshole. that is my anus there so I'm actually quite disgusted with the fringe programme they've allowed my anus to go into the programme several times uncensored and I think you should write to them and complain about that so that, that was kind of that was the odd thing that's happened to me uh, this week uh, we'll have a quick little chat with some of them a man with a hat on down here how you doing mate what's, what's, what's going on what's your name Rick, Rick nearly rude <laughs> could have gone a different way and I've had to censor you and if it's is the hat on your head to make you look more like a penis than you did, <laughs> just to give you that kind of yeah, it goes it goes all the way down. He's quite a funny guy. he's quite you're a bit kind of cool for my audience. That's that's all I'd say, Rick. Okay. What okay. should you go? <laughs> yes, I think you should. I think you should leave. He's got like bangles on. He's got a little. He's got like some metal uh, kind of link chains. But also they've got an Asbo tag he's very funny isn't he he's going he's coming up with the stuff it's like in a in a way that's slightly annoyed don't you think and he's slightly <laughs> yellow uh, wristband what's that one for uh, Strong cancer cherry thing Live strong cancer thing care, yeah care that's good that's nice is it <laughs> I thought it was going to be somebody when he said Livestrong I thought it's just oh fuck it some sort of stupid beer commercial merchandise but yeah I think you know I've come down on one side I'm against cancer <laughs> 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 hey, if forced, hey, forced to so well done on that that is good work good work for you I think it's a bad thing be good if it was stopped who's with me? I thought it'd be more popular it's not a very there are a lot of people they're quite either ambivalent or pro-cancer there are, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna join in with Richard Herring's crusade against cancer if we didn't have cancer think how many people would there be it'd be terrible wouldn't it it'd be an awful a young lady in the front row what's your name? Felicity, you're on the you're on the podcast now. Felicity, it's exciting, isn't it? Are you a bit nervous? A bit excited? What do you do for a living, Felicity? Oh, I'm looking for a you're looking for a career change. What do you? You're a masseuse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Richard Herring came in. It was disgusting. He was jiggling around. What do you do at the moment? Um, I work in a hospital. You work in a hospital? I'm getting Felicity, you were here last week, weren't you? You, were to, you, were, you asked Tim Minchin a question last week. I thought you were a plant for that. So I didn't. I couldn't. I'm not, I knew you were a human being. I didn't think you were. A, I didn't think you were a triffid. But you asked. That's crazy. That you were sitting like in the fourth row last week, and then you're Australian, aren't you? Yeah. See, I, I'm like Henry Higgins. I told you last week. Last week I just told you you weren't English. That was the, And then I've thought about it all week. I reckon it's all, I reckon Felicity's Australian, and so you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's back again, and that's just out of the hundreds of people here I've just chose, <laughs> chosen chosen there a second time. Uh, you work in a hospital now. What'd do you do? I'm a slave in a spiritual Oh God, you've been in another podcast in the past. This is insane. I've talked to you before. I was that? At the Hammersmith gig? Up to? Yeah, that's all right. This is new. This is new. I've talked to Felicity many times. Exactly. Slightly embarrassing that I don't recognise her every time I see her. To be fair, I'm usually talking to her when she's sitting in a dark room and I can't actually see her face, and this time I can. You work in sleep and respiratory, so you, you make guys... It's quite like being a masseuse, isn't it? Except you can actually go in and touch them when they're asleep and they don't know. You can do whatever you like. So guys, you're teaching people to sleep without snoring, right? That's the basic thing. You got fed up of that, Felicity. And what are you going to... That's just very... Well, it's good for me to catch up with you. Is this is... This is... This is really the only times we ever talk. What are you hoping... What are you hoping to move into? Something that pays more money. Something that pays more money. Ah, oh, she's let me down, hasn't she? I thought you. I thought you were all about helping blokes to stop snoring. <laughs> Turns out it's all about the money. Tell you what, don't do podcasts.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> my snooker podcast is probably a good way to help people sleep.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, doesn't, make, doesn't make much money if you can buy my stuff. That's uh, there's a smiling bearded man here. Looks like. He, he looks quite happy, but he could be a serial killer. That's the, there's the different little tattoo we've got there. What's that, 45, 45 RPM? You love the old 45 rev per minute um, records. Yeah. Thought, I know they're going to die out. I'll make them live another twenty years by writing it on my skin. What's what is it? What is 45 rpm? Is it a band as well, or is it no? Just you just love fucking small records, small old star records. You fucking just love those. How did you choose? Why did you for that on your arm? you you a DJ? Well, a DJ. You don't mean you don't have to write. Is that to remind you? Is it 30, 33 on the other arm? <laughs> If his right hand, is small. It? <laughs> Don't have to even play... Do you like DJ like properly in, with it, like uh, Malcolm McLaren, scratching it like that? Yeah. Yeah, thanks for laughing at that. That was a good
1: reference.
0: I thought that was a good reference. Like, <laughs> you used to, what happened when the CDs came in, MP3s, thought, fuck, why did I write that on my fucking arm? I look like a dated idiot. My 45... <laughs> most of these people don't even know what we're talking about that's right <laughs> that's how dated it is they're talking about 45 RPM that doesn't what about 78s ever play any of those uh, no enough. no I used to have 78s when I was a little kid can tell by your hair. And shut up you <laughs> <laughs> can tell by my hair yeah if you do a genetic test if you pull it out of the roots, you can find out oh we're having fun with the insane what's your name Ali, Ali. that's a kind of a girl's name uh. <laughs> Is that why you grew the beard? Yep. Yeah. And uh, you working as a DJ now? I work in music. You work in music. <laughs> Digital marketing. Digital marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Really that, is that really music? Is, that... <laughs> is it just marketing? <laughs> What's the, what bands are you working with? Uh, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, yeah. Old old m m and I call him. Confuses people. Uh, <laughs> is he as nice in real life as he looks on the telly <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: is he quite pleasant <laughs> he's bad when he sent those kids out to kill although <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> Dis- I mean decide again if I have to come down on one side and <laughs> and see that actually he's very if you watch that uh, bowling for Columbine he's in right isn't he yeah. fantastic actually an absurd. I take my hat off to him I don't even wear a hat. I was being flippant and I have to he was make. I don't wear yeah, his hat I could borrow his hat. The audience again trying to be funnier than me. And... <laughs> it was a good back reference. It's amazing how, Ali, it's hard this job. It looks easy, doesn't it? When I'm up here blundering around, not forgetting to ask people if they've sucked their own cock. <laughs> you yeah, think well that'd be easy. All I have to do is remember, go on stage, remember to ask someone if they've sucked their own cock, listen to the response. Harder than it looks. The job, the oh, hard. Don't make up your own jokes. I hate, I hate when you people do that. Well, anyway, look, we we heard a little bit from her earlier in the evening, uh, or if in the previous podcast, if you're listening at home, and there may be there may be twice as many people listening at home as there are here. Uh, we please welcome back the fantastic Francesca Martinez, ladies and gentlemen. That's her dad. That's her dad. No. He looks young, does he? He's quite, quite young, for quite young for. He's a little bit older yeah, than John. They had Ross. me young. They did, did they?
2: Very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> My mum was nineteen. What a slag! <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I always say that to her affectionately. <laughs> he was such a slag, mum. <laughs> She's so not. <naughty>. Okay.
0: <laughs> I love her dearly. Good. Yes. She is a slave.
1: <laughs> so, um. <laughs>
0: and Francesca isn't even disabled. This is the sickest act yeah. you ever seen. <laughs> the sick act. But it, it works really well it, for me. It does. Ricky yeah. Gervais learned everything he got from you. So. <laughs> I, I've been giving him lessons. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. How have you been, Frankie? You've been out in Australia?
2: I have.
0: International yeah. comedian, Rate, So, Felicity, you like that?
2: Hello. Do you ever need Aussie? any help
0: sleeping? Are you Aussie? Oh, I love all these. I'll tell you, let's uh, I'll do my Henry Higgins on. You're from round about the... I you're from the coastal area of Australia. <laughs> 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 I'll just say that was... That's what I'm getting from you. <laughs> many, many people live at Ayers <laughs> Rock. <laughs> many people do. Uh, that's a good wh- guess. Where are you from? The there. Yeah, the <laughs> coast of there. We're, Very we're, dry. Which coastal area? I'm from Perth. Perth, Perth. I was going to say Perth. Oh, oh. <laughs> You played
2: Perth. Yeah, I did. It's beautiful. It's in the middle of nowhere, and it's so expensive. Thirty dollars for a pizza. What the fuck? Um, but I love Australia, and they so direct out there. Like, this is totally true, because I believe really shit and chit chat, right? So I'm quite direct. So I met this woman in Adelaide, right, and I said, to her, I don't know why I said, "What well, do you think the meaning of life is?" As you do. And uh, she said, I think the meaning of life is balance. I was like, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, but it was quite funny. I did shows in Adelaide too. And I did a joke about Richard Dawkins. And no one knew who he was. <laughs> I was like, clearly evolution has not reached <laughs> And then I said to my cousin, who's from birth, I said, can you believe they didn't know who Richard Dawkins was? Yeah. You know who he is, surely. And she went, yeah. He's that scientist in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Thank you for
0: a new joke." <laughs> it's nice when people just hand them to you on the plate, isn't it? it that's is is. That's
2: yeah. Quite, quite but no, I feel it's great. I kind of—I was a bit selfish. I just wanted to miss the British winter. Mm. So I say
0: it's a comedy. It's not. That's a side it's for the sideline. It's the. The weather, it's nice to go out there in the spring. You know, but yeah. it's been a while since I've been out to Australia. I think we uh, 2003 was the last time I went out there. You mm-hmm. took me gambling, I did. I took you to the casino, I tried to corrupt you, and <laughs> it, <and> it works. <laughs> I think, I, I, think I lost all your money in five minutes. There's an amazing casino in uh, Melbourne. I mean, Melbourne's just a, a beautiful city, yeah, it
2: is. Uh,
0: but there's an amazing kind of complex of a casino and yeah. all cinemas. and. Yeah. You know, but I like gambling, I do like to gamble. So I
2: did fun. feel so dirty going
0: in, it's kind of like you're
2: killing your soul <laughs> when you end up <laughs> yeah i haven't been back
0: i went well, in that casino not the night I went with you. I won, I, I played all night. I played for 12 hours at casino, which is a da- very bad idea. <laughs> okay, generally speaking, do not copy me. I'm indestructible. But I, uh, <laughs> But I actually won money all night, so I walked out with enough money. I walked out with all these $50 bills. I think it was like, I think I won £3,000. So. Well, it's probably about that level, was about £2.50. Well, you know, th- everything was, everything was so now... cheap in Australia, so you've got all this money. I, I, I stayed in Australia for six weeks, and I spent £10 of my own money. I had a, f- I had a safe full Fifty-dollar bills. It was incredible. I felt like I was in the, you know, I felt like I was George Clooney. <laughs> what From in what... Ocean's <laughs> Eleven? Ocean's Twenty Four. This was. It was so such an amazing. <laughs> I walked away every every time. This never happens to me. I was playing roulette, and just every time I'd go up to a table, I'd play seventeen and some another number as well. I don't know what it was, but every time I did, one of them would come up. And I even let. I'd like some twenty-five-dollar chips spare at the end. I just walked out and put them down. And it won again. So I just kept, I just kept, I was magic for Why one minute. Why aren't you
2: there now? No, I don't, I should
0: have stayed. But I, but I did meet someone, I did play, go to the casinos a bit and I've stopped going because it's a fool's errand. Good. But I did, I think one of the, one of, in fact one of those 50 dates, one of my dates was at a casino and uh, we went there and kind of quite early in the evening and there was a guy who'd been there and he was just there playing. You see these real serious gamblers And they'll go on roulette, which really, if you either play uh, one or two bets, and you might win. Just you get these guys who cover nearly everything with chips, (laughs) right? So they're playing pretty much every single number, which means you win most of the time. (laughs) But also, it's it's balanced against that. But you know, also you'll lose every now and. But he spent the whole afternoon in there, and he said to me, "I've lost my life." He was about twenty-four. He said, "I've lost my life in here," and uh, I thought. Not so much fun anymore. <laughs> Gambling is a sin, Yeah, well, it's but it's like he it was almost like waiting for someone to come and help, and no one, no one in the casino is going to go, "Hey, mate, come with me." I'll, I'll sort. Let's go out and have a drink and be there friends. That
2: very sad atmosphere. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know you like casinos. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think they're very sad.
0: They are very sad. Yeah. And that's hilarious. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and I tried to get you addicted to gambling because I, you know, I'd,
2: I'd, I'd, I, I, was... I. withstood your corrupting influence. Yeah, you did. I was... And I have found Jesus.
0: Have you? Good. Yeah, <laughs> he in <he's been> back.
2: <laughs> um, no, I hadn't. Jesus is in every
0: casino. He's obsessed. Jesus, is, he's here tonight. Jesus, he loves my gigs.
2: Is Do You know, everywhere. I keep getting religious people trying to save me. <laughs> i like, seriously, like, um, Jehovah Witnesses love me. Um, I'm so lucky. And this is totally cool. For the last two years, right, um, the same two have knocked on my door. Right. Obviously, I forget a bit of So last time, I opened the door, right, and the woman says to me, Hello! Is your mummy in? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, she's upstairs reading the God delusion. (laughs) And and then the guy says to me, we've been praying for you. And I was like, well, I have actually felt a bit more coordinated recently. (laughs)
1: Thanks!
2: (laughs) And then the woman says to me, why do you walk so badly? What's wrong with you? I, okay, I should not have said this, but I said, um, "Oh no, no, I'm not disabled. My boyfriend just had a really big cut. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been bad."
0: <laughs> but it's interesting that that Jesus did. Jesus was capable. Jesus kind of was capable of curing lots of people, like lepers. He cures ten lepers. In the Bible.
2: Yeah, very generous Very nice, isn't it? You've got ten! Like,
0: wow! No. People think that makes him the son of God. I think that makes him a bit of an arsehole, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, have
2: like got ten. <laughs> I could cure you, Q, but I've done ten, and yeah. I'm yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't like all the other lepers. I've only yeah. cured those ten.
2: No, it's... I, it, I wanted yeah. to have leprosy. Well, yeah, anyone have believed in that shit anyway, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. More proof, not needed. And he must have known people were like, he was casting out demons. He must have because he's Jesus he must have known they were actually mentally ill and had psychosis, and yet he still did little magic tricks and dances over them. I think mean, that's a bit, a bit sick, isn't it? I mean, that, is, that, that does make Ricky Gervais look quite a reasonable person when, yeah, you, compare, but, when you compare him to Jesus. Maybe in modelling himself on Jesus. <laughs> might be. You know, I but, think he might yeah, be.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it having to go.
2: Yeah, you know, Jesus was adored and, you know, called uh, <laughs>
0: we yeah. haven't. Uh, we said so we last time we spoke, we've spoken a couple of times. Uh, uh, Francesca was in uh, one of my Edinburgh Fringe podcasts, she's the first returning guest because she's the best one. <laughs> uh, and we also, she was on Don't Rick- Pat, <laughs> and she was also on Rich Tone's objective. We had a nice chat, but that was the week that all of the kind of craziness went down. It for, went uh, down for the Ricky. Well, in fact, we were talking about it before it broke because so I'd written a blog about. Ricky Gervais using the word "mong" yeah. and the saying the M word, and saying you know maybe you should we shouldn't do that, but you can if you like. Yeah. And then that week, it kind of all kind of went crazy as I got quoted in the newspaper, and all of Ricky Gervais' yeah. followers on Twitter started kind of yeah, went, was basically bit... calling me a mong. You know, yeah, I a...
2: know. Uh, <laughs> uh, what
0: was funny is that, uh, that no one called me a mong. <laughs> <no?
2: laughs> Although the best tweet I got was from because I just drawing Twitter and I had like. 400 followers, the best way of abuse was from a guy who was like, yeah, you've got 400 followers, no-one knows who you are. And then someone like, him, what yeah, but you've got 11. <laughs> 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 it
0: was great. <laughs> it was good. That happened all the time, but people have no kind of self- <laughs> self-awareness about it.
2: But, no, you know, this isn't funny, but, you know, well done for... for
0: Making the sound, I, I completely agree with you. Well, it was sort of. I mean, I, I think people should be allowed to say whatever they want. I think you just got to think about stuff. But, so I mean the, I, the point I, I was think... the, the point I was making was: if would you, the people who has used that word, would you use the racial epithets? And and no, and, uh, and none. And, and Ricky wouldn't. Ricky was. There's a thing Ricky saying. You know, I wouldn't use the word nigger in a joke because I couldn't do that. Of course. So why, you know, if you if, if you if he's like Jerry Sadovitz, I think Jerry Sadovitz uses all the language about yes. everyone. And you kind of think, well, that's fair enough yeah. if he does... It's so horrible and horrific yeah. what he does. It's kind of like art in its own way. But it was, it was sort of fascinating. Yeah, the and I was just thinking
2: it's a funny group of people to target. Like, of all the people that Ricky could target. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I love The Office. I think Ricky's a genius but I also think that sometimes you can have a lapse in judgment, and I think this was one of them. And so I tweeted him, you know, of all the people to target, why don't you, like, reclaim the word banker? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and do
2: banker's faces,
0: you know?
2: Like, there's a lot more people you want to see brought down
0: mm, yes, than I think
2: people that. who don't really have a voice.
0: Yes, it did seem an odd choice for a millionaire. <laughs> <to make. laughs> he, you elicited an apology, though. Well, I don't think I did really. I think Robin Ince did. I did. You know, he never, he never actually. It was odd because he was retweeting me, so that every time he retweeted anything about me, yes. then I would get a thousand people having a go at me, which was kind of. Sure. On the whole, it was sort of all right. There was a. At the, at the end, this never happens to me. At the end of the first day of it, I kind of went to bed and thought. I've done the right thing today, I feel, what's this odd feeling? I'm you, you proud of what I've done you didn't feel that <laughs> I just felt proud it was very odd it would have it for one night and then about two nights later I did sort of I, I kind of had a little cry about two days into it because it was Aww. so it was sort of really but then you know when you think about that that was me having experienced this in mid the some concentration yeah. it was undiluted yeah. uh, being attacked for being a, a, a spastic Hmong. Uh but uh, but it you know it actually completely got to me after just two or three days yeah. of, of that kind of relentless abuse yeah. so it is it is sort of it, it, it. But then the, the real story of that is that you know the, a, a disabled person has to go through that their whole life, and maybe not in, not people literally f- tracking them down and, and texting them to let them know that's what they think <laughs> as was happening to me. But it is you know that's that's the real story there and, and, and you know, and I think the fact that it, was, it was interesting that out of all of that, nobody, all these people who said "mong" doesn't mean disabled, none of them called you a mong. I know, which, I which is very just telling. unbelievable. Both,
2: both, I mean. I think the word stem from his routine on Susan Boyle yeah. that she looks like a monk, and so he so did know what the word meant. Yeah, but maybe he just
0: forgot. <laughs> I think it's me. The, I, I, the thing I think about him, and I do, you know, there's a lot of things I like about him. It's having yeah, gone through had... having gone through this, it's made it harder to. I haven't sat down and watched Derek. I have to admit. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I think he's mixing with the, like, the greatest comedians in the world and is treated as a peer amongst them, but he hasn't actually done the groundwork of being a stand-up comedian for, for all that time, which doesn't mean that, doesn't mean that much. But what he's trying to do, I think, is there's a Louis C.K. quite a brilliant routine about reclaiming the word faggot, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, it's, and it's actually quite well done, and he's sort of decided, oh, I'll do that, and I'll reclaim it with this so, word, but he's got nothing to... I think
2: out. it's interesting, again, with- we're probably all fans of free speech here. And there are certain words. I'm really interested about the power of certain words. Um, and I did a show a few years ago. And I, this is so childish. But I wanted an excuse to say can't on stage. <laughs> but be intelligent. <laughs> and, uh, and so I was like, you know, the word can't, you know, it is just a word, it's just a sound. It could have been, you know. It could have been the word for, for baby. Isn't
0: it? <laughs> Good. Like, Very and, nearly is. Yes.
2: Like, <laughs> no but, you know, like cunt could be baby and baby could have been cunt, so you know. is it right for mother to go to work and leave her Cunt with a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the immortal line from Dirty Dancing, nobody puts cunt in the corner. <laughs> I
0: have a lot, I'll stop.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've never found any need to have an excuse to use that word, I have to say, but I, I've managed to use it quite frequently. But I think debates?
2: makes that was. I think it's interesting.
0: Because it is. I mean, no, it is. And it's, you know, and, and there is people... I mean, what I, was, I was being called... I mean, I got called a yoghurt knitter, get off my high horse because I was a yoghurt knitter, which I... And then, I was doing on a high horse. I was very... I thought I was quite <laughs> impressed. I, 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 you quite like yogurt don't I, do, I do, I do. I love yoghurt.
2: I've, I've been puzzled.
0: <laughs> Someone likes yoghurt. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, but it's, you know, it's sort of odd to be... I mean, the, all these people who obviously had no idea who I was. And then... But that, that, that's... It's like, how many followers have you got was a big thing, and, um... You know, I've never heard of you, so therefore I don't yeah. have to... That That is the end of the story, because I've never heard of you. Sure. But, again, in, in any argument, if someone who I've never heard of tells me... If that's all, you don't have to listen to the argument of anyone you've never heard of. That kind of... That most <laughs> yes. that most arguments end there.
2: And, <laughs> and also this idea of reclaiming a word. Yeah. Like, i am got a fan of reclaiming words, because, like, I, as I said before, I do hate... Well, I should say the medical name for my condition, right? Are you ready? Okay, I have acetoid cerebral palsy with myotonia and ataxia. How sexy is that? <laughs> for, like, I, seriously, I hate the name for disability. I really do. Like, you know, who comes up with them? You know, like, syndrome, disease, disorder, sclerosis. Not just once, Floreses. Multiple.
1: <laughs>
2: and which what really bugs me is when you see society. We have really nice names, don't we? For awful things like a um, uh, friendly fire. <laughs> don't do you think it sounds like a minor form of fluff? <laughs> don't worry. And,
1: uh,
2: and what about ethnic cleansing? How lovely! <laughs> it's ethnic cleansing. Kind of like aromatherapy <laughs> or a herbal tea. <laughs> do you want the nice mic of ethnic cleansing? That was nice. Um, So, yeah, I think words are really important and um, I think that, in a way, disabilities have such shit names because, like, the medical world views them, obviously, as awful. And uh, this is true. I I did a a gig to a group of doctors recently and it was really cool because I could patronise them, (laughs) yes. And... um, he went really well, but after I was right, this woman put her hand up and she said, Look, it's my job to advise parents carrying disabled babies on whether or not to have an abortion. And I always feel that we should reduce the suffering in the world. What do you think? The room went quiet, <laughs> like this. <laughs> and I said, Well, if you really want you suffering in the world, maybe you should have aborted bankers, arms dealers, politicians, <laughs> the Pope and Rupert fucking Murdoch.
1: Because
2: <laughs> uh, I think, you know, the majority of suffering doesn't come from having a difference. They come from living in a world that is, you know, can't handle different. Mm. And I think even if you eradicate all disabilities at birth, people can still become disabled at any time. Come on. Man. I look at poor um, Nick Clegg. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. You know, one day he's normal. Next he's a baby. <laughs> <But> <laughs> There's that. But people, well done, guys. people do forget that. I mean, that's,
0: I mean, it, because people don't want to face those kind of, you know, we kind of try to imagine we're not getting older and getting water credit yeah, and sure. we're going to be young forever. Yeah. Believe me, I've tried to convince myself of that just by pretending I was young forever. It's starting but to get more and more difficult. But totally we are, we are all, well, like, you know, the old, you know, the, you start to feel the, the little aches and pains and you become aware that the truth, I think the reason that disability frightens people really is because. If you stop and think about it, you know, everyone is, you know, it's like the thing we're yeah. talking about, not, we're not yet disabled. If you're not disabled, you're, you're going to be disabled. Or you're going to die, you know, so those are the two options. I, you're going to yeah. be old, you're going to... You start off disabled, so the first two years of your life you can't walk and you can't talk and you, someone has to wheel you around. You end your life like that, you'd think we'd be much more sympathetic to this yeah. and want to have wheelchair and, and push chair access to everyone. Well, I think part of it is we live in an age where
2: the media... Basically bombards us the whole time you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough you're not thin enough and I think it's very demoralising and we kind of presented a really narrow view of humanity aren't we and so difference isn't seen as normal but uh, I, I, I asked a guy um, recently what he thought normal was, and I got the best answer. He said, normal is a cycle on the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was just so good. I, I feel normal because I think normal is different. The the rest of it is bollocks. Basically, we're made to feel abnormal, so we buy shit we don't need. (laughs) That's it, guys. (laughs) She realised that is great. Try it, it's a lot cheaper than botox, really. (laughs) And uh, I I don't know, I just think the media doesn't help. And, like, a lot of the media is very scared of, like, having me on, you know, TV shows. Like, I'll be told that I'm too... Gary,
1: row!
2: (laughs) 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 I I I I I should share this with you, but it's totally true. A few weeks ago, I was offered this part in a brand-new TV show on the BBC. And the part was of Claire, who is, I quote... So disabled, she is incapable of any speech, movement, or expression. (laughs) Now, while I was clearly flattered (laughs) to be offered this, I wrote them back this letter, totally true. I said, Dear BBC, many thanks for offering me the part of Claire. However, I do not feel I yet possess the skill to bring off such a complex role successfully. I also fear that a week's rehearsal would not give me enough time (laughs) to fully inhabit such a demanding character. May I suggest casting a shoe or a carrot instead? (laughs) P.S. If you do need someone brain dead, try uh, Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Um, Because I really think that a lot of the kind of discomfort we have stems from living in a world that doesn't Reflect <coughs> diversity on TV.
0: Well, it's true. It's, it's, that, that's, it's kind of, you know, yeah, if there's a disabled person in something, they're there because they're a disabled person. So you, you've written, you wrote a, a sitcom that I was kind of involved in uh, editing that was, was very good, and that, you know, I think again, that it it was,
2: wasn't taken It up. was basically Sex in the City with the Wobbly Girls. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we did it for five years, but when it got to the kind of green light time, I think people were very nervous. So they said no. And I can understand, what like you say, I can understand that it is an issue that makes people nervous, but I think we need to just accept difference exists. And it makes me laugh when people go, you're abnormal, because disability is normal. It's existed forever. <laughs> and I actually think, you know, like we all have things weird that make us abnormal. Like I found out apparently it's normal to only poo once a day. (laughs) Well, I poo twice a day. So should I have to come out as a multiple shitter. Rich, are you a multiple shitter? I
0: definitely am. Really? Yeah. Imagine being introduced everywhere.
2: You went, Rich! He's a multiple. <laughs> now, should you be allowed to get married?
1: Yeah.
2: Should you be allowed to have kids? Yeah. Cause some people think it might make their multiple. Shit. <laughs> ridiculous. Maybe, you know, I think we should march in Pooh Pride every year. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's ridiculous that, that they kind of. Um, pressure to conform and to be normal because I've never met anyone normal, including you. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel normal, absolutely
2: yeah. So I get like, the show I'm doing at the moment is called What the Fuck is Normal. It's trying to be an antidote to all that shit we're bombarded with. And the best thing I ever did was to say, this is me and it's fine. And I like being wobbly, um... One of the reasons that you know, my brother always says, you've got exactly the right level of CP to get out of all the housework. You <laughs> <laughs> always do so good, Jeff. You can't wash up, but you can do your makeup. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, Francesca, there's something I've been meaning to ask all of my guests. <laughs>
2: I'm scared.
0: You should be scared. I think I'll ask you... thing I forgot to ask Jonathan Ross, I'll ask you, do you think Jonathan Ross has ever attempted to suck his own penis? <laughs> He's a man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. It'd be abnormal not to, wouldn't it? Well, it's about 70% of men, have according you? to my survey. Yes, I have. And yeah, no, I could, you know... Is it true
2: that someone got a rib removed? To, to well, that's that.
0: something... I didn't need to do that, because...
2: Because uh... <laughs> you... have <laughs> got a very long neck.
0: <laughs> Spend a long time putting <laughs> putting things down it to make it longer and longer. Uh, I actually, I could, do, I could just about do it. Yeah? When I was 14. I haven't tried recently. I don't, I don't think I would be able to now. But there was just a point where I thought, this is a bit weird. <laughs> I'm not sure there's anything pleasurable about it. The problem is, as well as having your cock sucked, you are sucking a cock, which is, uh, <laughs> as a 14-year-old... It's an um, odd place to be, and it's not even someone else's cock. It's not even going, This is fine. I'm fighting flesh. I'm slightly uncomfortable, and this is a little bit weird. I'm just, I'm just glad I bought my parents. To I know, you it. Maybe we should have asked your dad when he was here. That would have, that would have been the way.
2: They're very proud of <laughs> God, what kind of a living is this, Richard?
0: <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible living. It's it.
2: great. There's no early mornings. I fucking love it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you get paid to talk.
0: Not, I to, work... not tonight, I must add.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you...
0: <clears throat> no.
2: But uh, I'm getting your scope tech and we're
0: That's OK. We'll give, I'll give you a percentage of the next bucket, <laughs> um, so to speak. Um, so we are doing this gig. If we mentioned this gig? We've mentioned it. And I don't know if we've mentioned this half. The, on Sunday, the, uh, the Hammersmith Apollo, uh, Ben Elton's hosting. Yes. that was a good He doesn't know what hosting. <laughs> he's hosting. But He doesn't know what the charity is. He thinks he's back in the 1980s. I think he wishes he was back in the 1980s. <laughs> Did I think there, I wish he was back in the did 1980s. Does everyone, <laughs> everyone know
2: what happened?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he, he was on breakfast TV, and I think he'd had a long flight. Uh, but he was he was promoting other stuff as well. We will rock you has been going for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, that's enough to make you a bit surprised. But he did mention he was hosting this gig for, and he called it the, the, for the Spastic yeah. Society, which is yeah. the the old fas- the unfortunate old fashioned name. When I was a, when I was a young. Uh, boy, the, there was the you know, the Spastic Society had little um, collecting things outside chemists they were generally, which was a little boy with in calipers and a little girl who was disabled in some way, and you put money into their head.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: and they said it was the Spastic Society. Times change and language changes, but uh, unfortunately, no, it feel better now. Which is a bit embarrassing, given he's hosting. I found it slightly embarrassing that he's hosting a gig. And, and got the name twenty okay. years wrong. <laughs> we, uh, well, look, we all have our disability,
2: clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was a weird gap, uh, but no, it should be, it should be a good gig if you can remember the what the, is from the night. <laughs> yeah, what is that? yeah, should be interesting. Um, maybe we should do a benefit for Ben Elton's memory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, got it, it's great, it's a good thing it got the, it got the gig mentioned. So there are... There are it's the. Maybe he did
2: it on purpose. Maybe he did. He's got a good PR. He's a maybe s- he just really canon. <laughs>
0: He's a hysterical genius.
2: Yeah, so that's on Sunday. <laughs> <someday. laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: I've got to actually. I'm about to shut up because I'm going to be meeting him on Sunday, and I'll have to. <laughs> i have to at least put up a front. Well, it's, I did meet Ben Altman. I mean, it's just like I was a massive, massive fan. I'm like the, of um, the young ones, especially a Blackadder to an extent. But the Young Ones was absolute. When I was 14 years old, that was it. The Young Ones, Rick Mail from the Young Ones, and many of you may not even remember this show, but it was like just this seminal show. It was in the it was in the times when. Um, a comedy show would only come along once every six months it'd be a comedy show that young people would like once every six months if you were lucky nowadays you know, they're coming out of your ears all the time but it was just this amazing thing and so I did meet Ben Elton We'd, we'd me and Stuart mentioned him in an interview uh, when we'd first been on TV we said we don't want to end up like Ben Elton doing routines about how the chocolate machines don't work on the underground when you clearly never go on the underground anymore <laughs> And then he, and we, we just in passing, and then he wrote to Time Out the next week saying, I don't know who Lee and Herring are, but I often travel on the underground and I've never done a routine about that, which may be true. So he, we, he, we started off quite badly with him. And I met him in, I met him in Montreal and we had a really nice chat uh, in about 1997. Uh, we had a nice chat and I said, Oh, how much I love the young ones. And I said, he, he did a bit in The Young Ones where he was, he played a character who was at the bar going, there was, I was drinking something puffy and the girls would just look right through me. Then I drank a pint of sharp and now they're trying to screw me. Something like that. Uh, and he, did, he like, did the little bit for me. He kind of did it and he was very generous and I thought, oh, that's nice. And then he wrote a novel um, about a double act... Uh, called something like Fish and Lee, who uh, <laughs> <laughs> were who were sort of flash in the pan, sort of rubbish, surreal. It was obviously sort of a mixture of of Lee and Herring and uh, Mighty Boosh. I think it was in his head. He was sort of, and there was a character very much based on our our manager. So kind of, we've got a little bit of history. He's so been a big so I've got to guys, I've got to meet him on Sunday, and he's hosting the show. And uh, I tweeted uh, Lawrence Clark, who you all know is a disability yeah. campaigner, saying oh, the, you know, that, that Ben Elton's gaffe was fucking awful and embarrassing, but forgetting that, of course, that people will find that. So that was in when the Chortle article came up, he said Richard Herring said the gaffe was fucking awful and embarrassing. I was thinking, oh, oh. Ben Elton's going to enjoy meeting me again, isn't he? That's going uh, to be fun the whole night through. <laughs> Talking to Ben Owen.
2: Don't worry, Rich, I'll protect you. I'm I'm tougher than I look.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, at least he's performed for President Bush, so that is... (laughs) Rich, I just want to know, if you were a kid, will you call it Red? Red, I I really want to, to, um, if we did have a kid. Uh, I am married now, so I'm allowed to have sex. The, the how is are gone. you
2: finding Matt?
0: Ah, oh, it's all right, it's a bit tiring. Uh <laughs> takes a takes a long time
2: but to But surely your your long neck helps.
0: It does help. You'd think. Uh, Giraffe like tongue. Yeah, but now you're regretting She's a lucky, uh, lucky woman. <laughs> yeah, she's a lucky woman. I'd like to, I thought Rufus would be quite a good name too, because it's like, or Ruby. They're kind of, it would be a subtle joke. My wife is less keen on these names. I nearly got Rufus through it because she didn't know that Rufus meant red. But it does. So uh, I was going. Go, I, so went, I went. Ruby would be a nice. and I should know that. oh, that'd be nice. I was going. She, she's, she's gonna go for it. Scarlet. Scarlet Herring. That'd be good. I think that'd be quite good. Cool. I mean, it sounds Ruby Herring sounds a bit like a sort of stripper Ruby name. But, but but it would be quite. See if you could pull that off. You'd be quite. A, you know, not the stripping. If you could pull, If you could pull off that name, that would make you quite cool. We go. Yeah, my name's Herring, but I'm pretty cool because I'm called Ruby Herring, and it's a clever joke. If you weren't, if you couldn't pull it off, it would be an awful, terrible burden to are you, spend your life with.
2: Are you planning babies? I'm not
0: planning them. Is that how it works?
2: Well, yeah, you're right. Like, like a Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really want babies. Do like, you? I love babies. But I am not. <laughs> really embarrassing. I'm slightly worried about accidentally killing it. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Like, I keep picturing, you know, my husband comes home from work and I'm like, babe, um, you know what you said about not going near him? With a fork. <laughs> he got hungry.
0: <laughs> Sorry. We can make another one. You can make another. That's the thing. You know, people are very sentimental about children these days. Uh, LAUGHTER in the old days, just you know, in Roman times, <laughs> you'd have like twenty children. That's all you'd do. And Ten of them would die, and then another five of them would die. Would a bit you later. let
2: me babysit your
0: baby? <laughs> yeah, we might had a night off. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> uh, have a night out. You're a bad imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fine. We're talking about something that's uh, quite hypothetical at the moment. Uh, I don't even know. I might be a Jaffa. You never know. That could be. That could be my disability. No. No seeds. So it's an old... Uh, it's an old uh, y- y- Only Fools and Horses y- joke. Y-
2: you've silenced a room there. I did,
0: yeah. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> thought they'd enjoy it. Um, a spermless Richard Herring. Oh, yeah, actually, I've got sperm, they might just not be working efficiently. You know, that's, I've got a 44 and I've, had, I've got no children. I've had sex a couple of times. how <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to work. It's very responsible. I'm very responsible
2: yeah. for us. It it may be your disability. It might be. So don't worry.
0: I just make sure I kill every single sperm. The minute it's out, the minute it's out, I stamp on them. Get, I've got suction. Just want to make suck them out. It's a terrible sperm holocaust, but it's the only way. Only way to be sure. I don't want to pass these genes on to anyone. Spermicide. Spermicide. That's good. No. Second time, Ali. Second time, you know. I think you've got one more strike and you're out. Make sure the next one's really good. I have, I've actually
2: discovered a great form of contraception. Yeah. It's when I put a condom on my boyfriend because thinking about my handshake, it's all over before it oh begins. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you.
0: I love having Francesca on because she's. Always just much funnier than me. It makes me, look, <laughs> makes me look like an idiot, and I go home and feel sad. So let's... Uh, it's been fantastic to have you. We're going to do the competition now, where someone here tonight is going to win Fist of Fun on DVD. I bet most of them have got that already. Uh, someone like Shogat. Uh, the worst comic experience of 2005, <laughs> according to the Trying Daily Telegraph. Trying to
2: contain your yeah, excitement, guys. Uh,
0: the Very Clever Puzzle Compendium, <laughs> Volume 1, that Elliot Line is a man with unrealistic ambitions. We'll call it volume one. There might be a second. There, the, uh, there might be demand. And two tickets to see some Yay! chancer called Stuart Lee. <laughs> Stuart Lee is in the audience tonight. <laughs> Very excited. He's hoping to win these. So what we need you to do, I've just had a text through. That's oh, from my wife. Let's see what she's up to. <laughs> I'm pregnant with your child. <laughs> oh, it's a long text, actually. Just, uh... <laughs> uh, don't tell Francesca, because it might look rude. I didn't come for a drink, but I'm so tired. Oh, oh.
2: she's so sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just t- oh, I just d- d- disobeyed my wife. There's no way she'll find out, right, though. So, um... <laughs> she might listen. <laughs> uh, it's unlikely. No, uh, so, uh <laughs> She, it. she loves my snooker podcast so much that she's just, she's sitting waiting for those to come through. So what we need you to do to win these and get the house lights up a little bit um, we need you all to stand up we're going to make some statements that are either true or false. Uh, if you think the statement is true, put your hands on your head. If you think it's false, put your hands on your bottom. Uh, if you get it wrong, you have to sit down. It's self-policing uh, you have to look out uh, for that. Um, my first uh, piece of I'm going to see if I didn't ask. No, I was going to see if there's anything I didn't use. Um, uh, Jonathan Ross was responsible for the first TV appearances of Vic Reeves, uh, Bob Mortimer, Charlie Hickson and Paul Whitehouse. Is that true or false? Of all four of those... He's responsible for a lot more than that. He's responsible for a lot more than that. If anyone speaking during this portion of the show will be excluded from the competition. <laughs> He's responsible for a lot more than that, he is. Yeah, what are you saying? He's raped someone, what are you saying, what's there? <laughs> was that the implication? He's killed some children, is that what you're trying to say? We'll make that the next one. Uh, that is true, so well done, that was an easy one to start with. That woman very excited there. And uh, he's gone, there. He, uh, you idiot, why did you say that? It was obviously true. Look, she, yeah, woman going, yes. Have you got a, a statement truth or false? going to be about anything. About yourself, about anything. Okay, um, <laughs>
2: I once made up a game called... If you had to shag an animal, what would it be?
0: True or false? A lot of people have gone for true. This could be. Uh, this could be. This could get sort of the men from the boys. True. Uh, I'm sorry. It is true. Felicity is gone for people listening at home. Excited about. Ali is still in. No, he's going gone. He, you're still in. Uh, the man with that penis hat is still in. Uh, Jonathan Ross he now writes comic books that I never got around to talking to, and he's written a very successful one called Soil. Is that true or false? No. True or false? That is false. Ooh. It's called turf. I changed the name. <laughs> Have you got another statement or truth or falsehood? Can we you back yourself? Or Richard Herring oh, no. has
2: a very long neck.
0: <laughs> true. <laughs> true or false? I think that is opinion. <laughs> false. It's false. <laughs> No, I don't. I do not. So that's well, well done. That got, actually got rid of some people. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, this week on a train, I was standing next to a man who sniffed every twenty seconds and like that in the back of his throat, and I wanted to kill him. Is that true or false? <laughs> that is true. No, we've weeded out a few there. So it's getting down. I got another one, Francesca. Make them as crazy as you like.
2: Sid Vicious made his debut on this very stage.
0: True or false? Oh, that's a good question. Most people have gone for false. True. It's true. Wow, and uh, Ali's still in with his friend? More than friends? (laughs) More than brothers? (laughs) Uh, there's still something over there. Three people together, going together there. And uh, yes, a lady. It's that Francesca's mum?
1: Those fingers are out. Of
0: Come on. Um, it is, but I'm sure we'll get her. Is it my turn or your turn? It's my turn. Um, uh, the, the, as well as the Paul Ross uh, picture that you can buy of a box print of Paul Ross, there is also one of Stuart Lee that you can buy a similar thing of Stuart Lee on a box canvas is that true or false we split the group of friends there one of them's gone for if this is true a man has taken home oh no there's two of them now it's false so so, it might be true but I don't know if there is so (laughs) we're down to with one two three four people left in very exciting don't know if your mum can be allowed to win though (laughs) Uh, okay. My mum yeah, is I... from my
2: mum is half Swedish. Yes.
0: <laughs> Not allowed to look at her mum. <laughs> true or false. <laughs> if you look, you have to see. <laughs> I think that man looked. <laughs> oh Ali, you're so you're so trusting. <laughs> is that true or false? True. <laughs> it's true. Sit down. Ali's gone because he didn't look. I would say. I'd say your mum had an unfair advantage in that.
2: I would too, but,
0: you know, genetically, I'm wired to help her. True or false? My mum is half Scottish. Is that true or false?
1: Oh. It's false,
0: but uh, that means... The unfair winner. <laughs> there's no fix involved in this at all. What have you got did? a copy of Fist of Fun on DVD, Christine? I've got several. Have you? No? You've won some more. <laughs> I think what I might do is you can have all of the books, but I might get those two boys to stand back up and we'll give the tickets to one of those two. How about that? Just uh, <laughs> out of a... So there's a semi-final. That's you, not you, Ali. <laughs> I think it was a lad over there we have one more question that your mum is not allowed to answer. She's won some... You can, you can take these for your... In fact, I'm going to just keep them for next week. Uh, that scam works out. We've saved ourselves... What? We'll split that. That's £5 pounds I each. I felt bouncy calling out a slag. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll do that. <laughs> Francesca's mum is a slag. True or false? <laughs> True. They both come for true. It was false. It was false. It was false. She's been married for 25 years. Terrible. One more chance. Um, my first pet... He's not letting me do anymore. <laughs> my first pet, and one of you, whoever goes for this first... He makes The other one has to do the opposite, so keep an eye on each other. My first pet was a tortoise called Tony. Is that true or false? Got to go for false. And it is false. It was a cat called Oscar. Oh! You've won the tickets to see Shirley. So I hope you'll use those. You. What's your name, sir?
1: Neil. Nick. Neil.
0: Neil. Neil. Was that your name? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you just got a real fucking high opinion of yourself now you've won some tickets. <laughs> you could have walked over I could because I've got to stay I've with got the mic I've fucking excuse <laughs> I really need a wee and uh, half of it's not going to come out uh, in the first okay. I've got to move the jerry can around to get it, get it working so uh, thank you very much I've completely forgotten to uh, take the credits we'll have to do those at the end No need to say that, really. Uh, Now I think about it. uh, But uh, that's uh, that's it. Give a round of applause to Dave, who sat in for Ben Walker, who's too fucking lazy to come out. Dave Cribb. Ben Walker's up for some Sony Award, some podcast, rubbish podcast he's doing. It doesn't involve me. Uh, so will you please give a massive a round of applause to everyone uh, tonight, Ali especially, and uh, Francesca's mum. Will you please give it up for Jonathan Ross and Francesca Martinez. <laughs> Next week we have Charlie Hickson from The Fast Show and James Bond books and stuff, so please come along. Thank you very much Lindsay. Good night. bye night. <laughs> Richard Herring's Left the Square Theatre podcast was performed by Richard Herring with guests... Jonathan Ross and Francesca Martinez. It was produced by Ben Walker and Dave Cribb. Music by Pess. It's a Fuzz and Sky Potato production. You can see Francesca Martinez on tour from May. Go to francescamartinez.com and at the Tricycle Theatre on June the 6th where Richard Herring will be one of the guests. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Thank you. Bye. How would you like them Sky Potatoes? (laughs) Thanks for listening to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Rahulah Terrible. Um, if you don't like the idea of an advert coming on for the free thing you've just heard, why not turn off now and you can avoid it? I'm just about to plug some stuff that's coming up. Uh, if you're around on Sunday the 20th of May in London, you can go to the Scope benefit at the Hammersmith Apollo uh, with uh, Ben Elton, Al Murray, Milton Jones... Uh, Doc Brown, hundreds of brilliant people, um, and all the money from that will go to Scope. And of course, Francesca Martinez, who you've just heard, will be there as well. I'm doing my Edinburgh Show Talking Cock at uh, the Edinburgh Fringe, as well as Rich Tang's Edinburgh Fringe podcast. Tickets are available for those now. Go to edfringe.com and you can find out about those. Uh, if you want to take part in the Talking Cock survey, go to richtang.com and click on the links. If you want to. Get your name in the Talking Cock program to go and donate at least £15 at www.justgiving.com slash Talking Cock. And uh, Talking Cock, the book, is available at gofasterstripe.com, as long with all my other DVDs, including Fist of Fun and, and all the shows I've ever done. You can pick up there and another book and posters and stuff. So it'd be terrific if you wanted to buy any of those, but if you don't, then please just spread the word about this podcast to your friends and people you think might enjoy it.